Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A ton to get to in this episode, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just the best barbecue you can stick in your mouth hole. <laughs> Versus your mouth. I don't know why I said mouth hole, but you're welcome. Uh, it's also presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook here in a second. I am just so graceful. So graceful. You're welcome. Giving you a quick preview of today's show. Would you eat at a restaurant that charged up to $50 for rowdy kids? Well, that happens. That happens. And I, I'm mixed on it. I'm mixed. A 75-year-old mother in northern Italy won a court order to have her sons, who are 40 and 42, evicted from her house after they refused to leave the comfort of their homes. A wedding in Bolivia ended with the bride and groom covered in feces. Ah, that's nice. Again, Disney. Why don't you ever put that in the, the movies? Huh? <laughs> but we'll get into that here in a second. Things not to donate for a charity toy drive. A Taco Bell in... Indiana, where you can get tacos, burritos, and a nice fade for your haircut. And why is the media so soft? That came in at the last second, and I'm going to get to that here on this show. But real quick, football season has been rolling for weeks, but now we have hockey and basketball in the mix. So what are you waiting for? It's time to get away from the big boys and try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports. Superbook is the book next door with a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. Are you looking to get started? Well, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and bet with the best and use promo code MILEHIGH this season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> a restaurant in Blue Ridge, Georgia, is apparently adding a $50 unable-to-parent fee for rowdy kids. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. I wish we had that when I was in restaurants before. Man, that really settled the kids down. Where the fee for having uh, annoying kids is more than their total bill for the food, that would really shape people up, right? Don't you think? Anyway, the menu at Tokoa Riverside Restaurant, it's about two hours north of Atlanta, offers a selection of dishes like steak, trout, and American fare is what they say. Okay? So it's nicer. It's higher end. It's not Wendy's. <laughs> I love Wendy's. It's not Burger King. Hmm. It's just a few steps above, apparently. So this is what it says on the menu. Adult surcharge for adults unable to parent. Then they have like three dollar signs after it. So they don't actually tell you what the price is. But according to some guests, the exact, exact amount is apparently at the restaurant's discretion with some saying they were charged $50. Now, several Google reviews said they were unhappy with the charge. Now, here's one of the reviews. If you have children, should I say, oh, let's do it in an accent, ready? 
If you have children, absolutely avoid this place at all costs. Holy moly! The most disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the entire restaurant because I children was running through the restaurant. They were down by the river. They're living in a van down by the river. Well, what? Oh, I, should, I, I, I mixed. I mixed. I shouldn't have mixed. Anyway, and they were told they need to go to Burger King and Walmart and that they were bad parents. And then they were charged $50 for, quote, unquote, bad children. Here's the thing. Going back to that, and I know I did it with a goofy voice, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stand out as much. When he, when this reviewer wrote, because our children were, quote, unquote, running through the restaurant. That's what they did. They put the quote, running through the restaurant. And then he at, follows with, they were down by the river. So it sounds like that the kids were outside running along the river. And this pissed off the, the owner and said it was disrespectful. And that's why he got the surcharge. Now, that being said, without being there and witnessing this, Part of me wonders, were his kids being loud and obnoxious? If, if this is a higher-end restaurant where people just want to relax, they don't want to hear a bunch of kids yelling and screaming. But that, excuse me, that being said, before I get into the uh, another review, um, what they need to do is just put this on the window. Instead of just being dicks about it and putting it in, in the men menu, you're already sitting down with your kids and you're like, shit, now you guys better be good. You better be good. Otherwise, we're going to have to pay an extra 50 bucks. That's frustrating. I think I think that's like borderline entrapment on, on that. Because if you've never had kids, most kids, you know, they're they're not like super crazy, but they are a little bit rowdy. But like it, it's usually like when they're, you know, under nine years old, they're just, they're just happy. And, you know, sometimes they, they do walk around or something like that. Sometimes my kids are pretty good. They sit down uh, and, you know, they're good. They're good, good to take to a restaurant. But there was a time period when they're learning how to handle themselves in a restaurant. It was frustrating as shit. And we didn't want to take our kids to the restaurant because we're like, oh my God, like I got two kids that are just so happy with life that they they don't they'll go talk to people in restaurants like you can't do that some people are grumpy most people are grumpy i should say so i think in all honesty just put it on their window and i guarantee you if you tell that to the owner you'd be like no i don't want to i don't i shouldn't have to you know why they don't want to put it on their their window cuz they're afraid it's going to they're going to lose money so instead, they're just essentially stealing from the customers by doing this. Users also criticized the other fees on the menu, like the 18% gratuity for separate checks and a $3 fee for sharing a plate. Oh, my God. They're just like really just trying to gouge everybody. The restaurant owner told WANF he's had the parent surcharge on the menu since the pandemic started. But he's never had to allegedly enforce it on any of his customers. He wants to emphasize the charges not for kids, but for adults who don't know how to parent. This is just like some grumpy old dude that owns a restaurant. That's what it is. If you don't want kids there, put it on the fucking window. Put it on the sign. 
Ain't no kids in here. Okay? And then it's like this elegant place. Right? Man. <laughs> I would love to go in there and just be uh, a rowdy adult. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't say anything about, you know, <laughs> rowdy adults. And I'm like, God, God, can I get a bowl of rice and just flip it over? I used to hate that when I worked at Chipotle. Chipotle was the worst place to clean up a lobby because, you know, you have rice. And most kids would get a burrito bowl. And what would happen is after they leave, you're like, oh, God, because you knew what you're walking into. The majority of the time you knew that if you went to that table where the little kid was that was eating out of a bowl, that there'd be rice everywhere. And sometimes in, in this restaurant owner's defense, there are times where people are just letting their kids just run, run wild. Be like, oh, the restaurant will take care of them. I've seen that before as somebody that worked in restaurants. Now, that being said, I never worked in a full-service restaurant. But in the quick serve or the fast casual or whatever they call it now, uh, you would get that where people just let their kids roam, roll around, blah, blah, blah. There'd be kids sitting in the back in the middle of the floor. <laughs> You're like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, kid? But there's plenty of times where at Chipotle, parents would just leave it there. And what I mean is like, um, I kind of got ahead of myself when I said that, but there was a time where somebody took a bowl of rice and just dumped it on the table and they just left. Now, I understand that there's times when you're, you're a parent and you're, just like, you're at your wit's end and you're just like, oh my God, I, we just got to get out of here before I snap. If you've never had kids, if you ever do, there's going to be a time where you're just, you're, you just don't know. You're just so stressed. And for whatever reason, your kid's not listening to you, or maybe you're doing a bad job of explaining it because you're overly stressed. But the problem is, is that there's times where you just got to be a dick to everybody else and just get yourself out of the situation and just be like, okay, we need to leave. Just leave the mess. We got to go. And, that happened a lot, a lot at Chipotle, and I fucking hated it. Hated it so much. I don't. You tell me. Do you agree with this? That he that he has a surcharge of a of uh, up to fifty dollars. Apparently, another review. The the guy was just like, my kids were being perfectly good. They didn't get up and walk around. They were being very polite to the wait staff, and they still got charged fifty bucks for it. And the and the parents just like I don't I don't understand, they weren't rowdy at all. So and then this guy's like, but he's never had to enforce any of the any of the surcharges. But then there's all these people saying he did. I think this guy is just a grumpy old cuss, and he's a dick. That's it. He's a dick that owns a restaurant. So I'm just telling you this: if I lived in that area, I wouldn't go to his restaurant. Be like, why would I? Because it's it's a roll of the dice. If he's if he's manstrate, uh, what is that? Uh, manstrating <laughs> instead of menstruating. Uh, he, he might be, you know, he's PMSing for whatever reason, and he just starts, you know, charging people. Be like, that doesn't make any sense. That food better be really fucking good. I'll I'll say that. Holy God.
A 75-year-old mother in northern Italy won a court order to have her sons, aged 40 and 42, evicted from her house after they refused to leave the comfort of their homes. Described, she described her two sons as parasites in court documents for living in the apartment without financially contributing or helping around the house, despite both men being employed. Oh my, what a what a fucking bunch of douchebags. Now the judge ruled in favor of the woman, saying the two bombicini, I don't know how to say that in Italian. I <laughs> sorry. Uh, but it translate to translates to big babies that they must vacate the apartment by December 18th of this year. And the two sons who hired lawyers to counter their mother's eviction argued that Italian parents are required by law to take care of their children as long as necessary. Now, the judge came back with saying, once a certain age has been exceeded, the child can no longer expect the parents to continue the maintenance obligation beyond limits that are no longer reasonable. So this is what they added in the article. I believe this was on New York Post. Italy has always had a culture where several generations will live under one roof. Recent economic hardships have caused young adults to extend their stays due to soaring uh, accommodation costs. According to Statista, 69.4% of young adults in Italy aged 18 to 34 were living with their parents in 2022. I couldn't imagine having to do that. I couldn't imagine having to live with my, no offense to my mom. <laughs> so I can't, like once I got the opportunity to leave, I was just like, okay, bye. Peace out. Love ya. Now I do have audio of the boy's reaction after the mom said, hey, you guys got to go. Court orders it. You got to be gone by December 18th. Here's the actual audio from the guys, allegedly. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. Whoa. <laughs> Those kids. That's just wild to me. I know. I know. Like, I look at my two kids and I'm like, ah, oh, I would I would hate to have them not live with us. Like part of me, I I just get so torn. Like I I want them to grow up and and have their own lives, but man, it's going to be hard the day that they leave. But I know they need to. I know they need to to be their own people. It's it's it sucks. It sucks. But you know, oh, I remember like a few years ago, I was kind of joking around with my son. I was just like, "Hey, you realize when you're 18, you you have to move out." And he's like, what? And he started crying. And I have it on video somewhere. And I felt like such an asshole. It's so adorable and sad at the same time. Oh, my God. He was so little. It was, he's just, but I don't want to leave you. I was like, well, whoa, buddy, you got like, you know, 14 years until that happens. But I don't want to. I love you guys. I'm like, oh, I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. A wedding in Bolivia went down the drain after the groom's ex showed up and started chucking a bucket of feces and oil. They don't say what kind of oil. And I kind of want to know, is it like motor oil? Is it like vegetable oil? What is it? Not that it really matters. Then I'm wondering, like, did she mix it up so it just like 
perfectly blended. It was just like this, this soupy mix. Oh, so gross. The bride and groom were covered head to toe. This is how she did it. There was a crowd, a crowd surrounding the bride and groom to congratulate them on getting married. And then crazy ex-girlfriend comes up with a bucket of poo and oil and just chucks it on them. This is what they said. Uh, after the incident, the bride posted on social media that she hoped her husband's ex will, quote, let us live in peace after getting her revenge. I mean, good for her for being the bigger person, but wow, no. That's like the most love-filled day in a couple's lives, right? Aside from when they, they have a child, if they have a child. But it's like the day that they come together and they're officially, like, you know, proving that they love each other. And they're so much so that they're like, let's just tie each other together. And then some crazy bitch that you used to bang just comes over with a, you know, a Home Depot bucket full of poo and oil and just dumps it all over you. <laughs> like I said before, could you imagine if, if like, Disney took like real life situations and tried to incorporate them into their movies. You'd never see that in Disney, like real life shit. Be like, oh, oh no, I, I hear Carol's here. Carol? His ex? Yeah, and she she smelled kind of funny. I don't know if she shit herself or what, but uh, she's around here somewhere. I lost track of her. She's She's quite crafty. Next thing you know, poo everywhere. So disgusting. <laughs> so gross. Who thinks that that's a good idea? Like, I know I'm so mad at him or her because uh, they're not with me that I'm going to defecate into a bucket, mix it up, and then add some, like, oil to it, and then I'm going to drive over to where they're getting married, get out of the car, walk on over there, and then just... <laughs> so, so wrong. She needs to be locked up. I'm sorry. Could you imagine if, like, a couple of years later, you're like, you look so familiar. She's like, oh, yeah, I get that sometimes. Then come to find out, doing a little research, you're like, she's the chick that took the bucket and poured it all over uh, her ex-boyfriend. Would you not just immediately break up with them right, right then and there? <laughs> right? You're like, you have a history of going crazy and, and doing things that, that are absurd. <laughs> okay? Uh, I think we need to end it. And then and then, be, then be like, all right, I'll see you later. And then you immediately get uh, a plane ticket and fly out of the, the country because you don't want her following you. <laughs> and then just never return back home. Okay? Never. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's my go-to barbecue place. It's off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron, just west of I-25. Anytime I'm talking about Sugar Fire in Westminster, people that have been there are always like this. Oh, my God, I love that place. And they're like, have you tried this, this, this? And I'll tell you this. the My favorite side that they have there are the fried pickles. By far, the best fried pickles I've ever had. Delicious. And that's just the fried pickles. They also got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, 
burgers, turkey, all prepared to perfection every single day. You got to follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. And every day, Chef Clint likes to post his, you know, daily specials, whether it's the entrees. And he also adds in the specialty sides like hash brown casserole. I had that the other day. That was amazing. Brussels sprouts and sweet chili. Again, that's amazing. And let's see the, I lost where I was looking at. Cucumber salad, smashed loaded potatoes. It's all good. It's all good. So Sugar Fire in Westminster, like I said, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. Family friendly, perfect for date night, even catering. If you got a big event coming up for work or whatever, maybe it's a, a wedding or <laughs> after that last story. Sorry. Uh, whether it's a wedding or a birthday party, you got to check them out. They do an amazing job with their catering menu. Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway. in. Um, so it's going to be just east of Huron. My brain's all fried right now. Anyway, uh, follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. And by the way, I'll be out there on Monday nights through the end of the football season at Sugar Fire from 6 to 8. It'll be a lot of fun, so I'll see you out there. <laughs> I totally forgot to add that. Anyway, a charity shop has asked people to stop donating sex toys after a recent X-rated donations. After recent, like multiple. In a, a social media post, the Barnados branch in Swaznia was keen to remind people that it's a children's charity. <laughs> That's so messed up. This is what they said. We therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. <laughs> Customers were also reminded that the branch has CCTV so that these items can be traced back to their owners. I don't think anybody's care is going to care that you 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 can see their face as they're you know donating a double sided dildo. <laughs> they don't care. It, what worries me is that it's used. And I just have a bad image of like a, like a used and abused sex doll. Remember that story we did the other day where they thought it was a dead body. Turns out it was just like an overused sex doll that was dirty. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Is that? Is that what you guys are donating? Oh, my goodness. Come on. Could you imagine if one of those slipped through and it gets donated to a kid and he's like, what is this? It looks like a like a little grimace from uh, from McDonald's. Whoa, shit. <laughs> That's a butt plug, kid. Because <laughs> uh, he does look like a butt plug. He does. He does. Don't you be denying it, McDonald's. Kokomo, Indiana. They have a Taco Bell located up there, and they got in trouble because they decided, you know what we need to do during our lunch rush? Start cutting people's hair. <laughs> what? It's a restaurant. It's disgusting. So one worker named Jen Laguerre was minding her own business during the lunch rush when she spotted a shift manager giving a haircut to the general manager. She said, I noticed that two of them pulled out 
cutting shears and we're putting on trash bags. And I was like, that is interesting. Then they sit down and start cutting hair in the back. So she took a picture of the haircut and sent it out to her friends who promptly posted the image to social media. Then it went viral. Then Laguerre got fired from her store by her manager that was getting her hair done. You shouldn't be doing that at a restaurant. You don't cut hair anywhere like that. That's a completely different thing. Because uh, hair gets everywhere. As somebody that shaves his head all the time, hair gets everywhere. And the last thing I want to do when I go to a restaurant is bite into somebody's hair. Uh, that's gross. I would uh, I would imagine once Taco Bell does a uh, full investigation, and if they find out this to be true, that that GM is going to get fired. She should get fired. That's just stupid, especially when they say it's on a lunch during a lunch rush. But then it makes me wonder: Okay, is there going to be some some sympathy if they weren't actually on shift? But that being said, don't use the restaurant as a barbershop. That, that's just absurd. But it kind of tells you like who runs some of these places like that. People that shouldn't be managers. Whether it's in restaurants or like me coming from radio, there's tons of times where people are in roles of authority that have no clue what that means and how to handle them themselves properly. So whether whatever the industry is, you know, you've ran into those people who are like, how in the hell is this person a manager? It happens. So like she, this person obviously has no clue what she's doing. Being a good manager. Isn't just about hitting your numbers. It's about working with your employees and being a good role model and being a good trainer for your employees as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. So it, I'd be curious to see if she ends up uh, getting shit cans because in my mind, she should. Uh, this got brought up to me when I was I, right before I hit record. Uh, I popped on with a show called The Final Word on Mile High Sports with with Alex and Joe and they they just are they're great people and they do a great job but somewhere in the interview they asked me about the media getting too soft and I guess I hadn't really thought about it too much as of late because I don't go to press conferences anymore but it kind of got brought up because the CU Buffs football team has a Terrible, terrible offensive line. I mean, they're a joke. They're the the quarterback can't run around. He can't do anything. He doesn't have time to to throw a pass, set his feet, nothing. It's just like Shador Sanders is just like man, he he's got about a half a second to figure out what he's gonna do. And then then next thing you know, the the offensive line just crumbles. Basically, what they were what they were getting to was, you know, that the majority of the media won't address this because they're afraid to lose their credentials. 
I'll tell you this. There's a lot of times the media members, you talk to them off the record and stuff like that. They're like, man, this is a joke. I can't believe they, the team is doing this, 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 or that. Right? And out of the whole cluster of media members, let's just say here in Denver, there's like one, maybe two people that have the, the nuts to ask the tough questions. And, and that person was actually just on our show not too long ago. DMAC, Darren McKee, he'll ask those questions. And kind of like Joe and Alex were saying is, you know, th- a lot of people are f- afraid to lose their credential. And what I said to them was, let them take your credential because that's a really bad look. Now, that being said, you can't go in there and just be unprofessional about it. It's how you present the question. You can't go in there and be like, yo, Dion, uh, your offensive line is complete shit. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can let that happen to your son, Shador Sanders, blah, blah, blah. It, like, they are just complete garbage. And you're just, like, totally ripping apart the offensive line. You can't say it that way, but what you can say is in a more professional way, it'd be like the offensive line is continuing to struggle. What's the thought press process on getting that corrected? Something like that. You can still ask the question, but just don't be a complete dick about it. So, and, and a lot of people don't want to ask that, ask the questions like that. This is what all of us the fans are are asking and wondering, but a lot of times the media members just don't have the nuts to to ask it because they're scared. And on one hand, I I understand it. I've been in a, a part of a situation where it wasn't directed at me personally. It was at our whole team when I worked at the radio station where one of the franchises, I can't recall which one, uh, it might have been the Broncos. I don't. I don't know where somebody did something and they threatened to take our credentials away. And in all honesty, if like going back to DMac, if if he asks a question that they're upset about, but it's not like he really crossed a line and they remove his credential, guess what? He's going to talk about it, especially now that he's not affiliated with a radio station. He's going to talk about that. And that is a bad look on them, not him. So while the media is gun shy on asking really hard but relevant questions, I think now's the day and age where there is so much media presence because of social media that now's where they can let their balls drop and be like, guys, we have the power. If if we want to ask a tough question, ask. Ask away. You can get away with it now because nobody wants the bad publicity of removing people's credentials because they're asking you the tough questions. Now, that being said, each market's different. Like, you go up to New York, those guys are a lot more aggressive, a lot more blunt. And to be honest, everything I've seen 
is they ask those tough questions. So I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Don't. <laughs> here's what I tell my kids. If if you don't want to get in trouble, don't do anything wrong. So if you're as a franchise, <laughs> if you're doing something, you either own up to it if it's something that's crooked or just you know needs to be fixed. Just own up to it. And just be honest about it. And if you try to lie, that's going to be a problem. If you try to dance around it and avoid the question and avoid the the truth, it's just going to cause more problems. So don't do that. Own up to it and don't do anything wrong. Now, that being said, if your offensive line sucks, most likely what's going to happen, and again, talking to the guys on the final word, is once the CU buffs get their offensive line fixed, that is a very dangerous team extremely dangerous because I'm watching the UCLA game and they, they had so many opportunities because of their defense, but the offense was just so bad because Shador Sanders just couldn't do anything because he has no protection, zero protection. The defense kept them in the game, but if you fix that offensive line, that is a very dangerous team. So the, the guys on the final word were saying, if they can get that fixed this offseason, look out, look out. Then they also brought up Air Force. Air Force currently is 8-0 for football. And do they have a chance to fight for the national championship if they continue to win out? Well, it's an interesting question. I don't think they will, regardless if, if, it's, if they should. Because of just schedules and conferences and stuff like that. So it will be interesting to see if we're in that situation because Air Force football is the best football team in the state of Colorado. They are fun to watch. And when you sit there and you realize these guys are all, they have so much on their plate. And then they go out there and they're just beating the snot out of people on the football field. I mean, it, it's, it's a fun story. I, I would like to see where we're at in four games. If they win, if they're 12 and oh, what happens? Cause it would be great to see if they're top five, somehow top 10, man, what a fun time. And it's a, it's an interesting to think of, thing to think about if they continue to chip away and they continue to win. What happens? Are are I, I I would like to be wrong on that because I, I it would be great a military school being that dominant. Oh, fuck, that would be great. They could do it. They could do it. But it, it's very interesting. Uh, on Tuesday, it's Halloween, so I want you guys to be a part of the Halloween special. Go ahead and share your spooky stories whether it's ghosts, demons, witches, cryptids, whatever it is, UFOs. Yeah, UFOs. A lot of people have uh, seen UFOs around here. Send me a message to huffpodcast at gmail.com or direct message me on social at Podcast. And whether it's you sending a video of you explaining your story or maybe you just write it out. Either way, I'm fine with it. If you voice your story, I'll I'll play the audio. I'll clean you up so you sound so you don't sound stupid. <laughs> Better than I 
sound on a regular basis. But uh, yeah, go ahead and send me those. I, I'd love to hear them. I got a few in here. I'd like to get a few more. Like to get a few more. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm off to do a chaperone for my daughter's field trip. It's third grade field trip to the Denver Zoo. It's cold as you know what. I don't know why I'm, I'm censoring myself. It's because I'm talking my, about my daughter's school. It's cold as fuck out there. And kids are going to be complaining like, ah, it's too cold. Like, well, life sucks. <laughs> Deal with it. So that's going to be fun <laughs> as a chaperone for that. By the way, I got to tell you, if I'm if I seem a little off, I had I told you guys not too long ago that I had a bunch of blood work done. And they they tell me that one, I'm severely allergic to grass. And that's why I always get sick because it just jacks up my sinuses and stuff like that. Also, I'm really um, susceptible to pneumonia or whatever. Uh, long and short of it. They said they said that they recommend me getting my uh, pneumonia shot, and I did along with my flu shot, and I feel like shit. <laughs> I do, and my arm hurts so bad. It's like somebody took a hammer and just smashed me in the arm with it. So like I'm like doing. I try to keep it moving because when I don't, and if I go slow, it freaking hurts, and I'm such a baby with that shit. So anyway. I, the good news is, you know, with me getting that colonoscopy and then getting a bunch of blood drawn and they're like, well, that doesn't sound good if you're always getting sick and all this stuff. Like, you know, what's the underlying, you know, fear is cancer. So it came back clear. So I'm happy about that. But now it's just like now they I got to get my um, pneumonia, whatever resistant levels up because apparently they're like horrible <laughs> horrible anyway so good times it's always something when you get older it's fucking annoying stupid nothing a good cheeseburger can't cure that's why i'll be at sugar fire in westminster 144th and orchard parkway yummy yum i don't know if they'll cure it okay don't be like oh i tried to cure my illness with a, a burger and the huff was wrong <laughs> like well no shit dummy <laughs> thank you guys for listening make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already big thanks to sugar fire in westminster again i'll be out there every monday night from six to eight hanging out with you guys drinking two dollar pints of coors light it's awesome it's a lot of fun i'll see you out there plus watching football and superbook sports colorado you got to check them out as well make sure you use that promo code mile high it's to huff on censored have a great day hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode Wish me luck on my freaking chaperone trip of horror to the Denver Zoo. I like the zoo, and that's what scares me. This might ruin it for me. A bunch of cold third graders going, I want to go home. Ah, my mom didn't pack me a coat. <laughs> well, I won't say. I was going to say, well, maybe because your mom doesn't love you, but I didn't say that because that would be fucked up. Didn't say it. Didn't say it. It would be horrible if I did. Anyway, I'll get it talking to so tell us about the, your podcast. What happened at the end? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Is it because I said wiener, 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 wiener? No? No? Anyway. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. <laughs> ah, good times. I'll talk to you guys later.
Let's keep moving forward. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.